Howdy, y'all, and welcome to another episode of Sham Dong Fish Talk. With Donk, Sham, and Gas, as they fill you in on the latest information and have a few laughs along the way. So, let's get into it, sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Good evening and welcome to Fish Talk. You're with Alan the Gardener, Sammy and Gaz. How are we going, fellas? Good, thanks, Al. Very good, Al. Yourself? Yeah, can't complain, mate. Can't complain. You'd be loving it. Dry dry weather? Um, oh, look, I'd like a little bit of time to myself. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. 12, 12 and 14 hour days killing me. Yeah. Praying for a bit of rain. <laughs> yeah. Well, mm. who went fishing? No, I've only just got the bait back um, Monday, so been wanting to go out all week, but I'm a bit time poor, so unfortunately. Yeah, myself, I haven't been, but been uh, slowly getting some gear together for cod opening next week. couple of weeks. Yeah, not this weekend, the following. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I got myself a reel off Carlos and just chasing a rod and we'll Laughing. Yeah, very good. Barometer Bart went out. He <coughs> gave us a report. We'll read that out a bit later. The line take about two seconds. I haven't seen one from Rich. <laughs> I don't know if he's been up. No, he had surgery again on his wrist. I think wrist. Yeah, right. He had a post up today. Yep. Okay. Um, General Anglers Club had our closed compet blaring on the weekend. Got up there Friday. Beautiful, flat as a pancake. End of the evening. Get up Saturday morning. Beautiful. Everybody got sunburnt. About two o'clock. Gone. Yeah, right. Blew a gale. Oh, jeez, oh, it was blowing. And, uh, yeah, the fishing was sensational. Yeah, right. Yeah. Carrie got a yellow belly and a little ready. Laz got two readies. I got two readies. And that was it. Ah, okay. I got a heap of little ones, but yeah. Um, Laz got a 37. It was his biggest side of 32. And Kerry's... Yellow was 40 centimetres, so Kerry cleaned up the biggest fish and biggest bag for the weekend, and yeah, other than that, it was, it wasn't a bad weekend, it wasn't cold, it rained and blew a gale, and still good to get away. Yeah, yeah, it was nice up there, but um, yeah, until that rain come and all that. You allowed to have a fire where you're staying? Yeah, we just camped at the pines, we didn't bring any wood. Okay. Forgot to bring wood. Was there enough of it? Enough. Enough wood up there? No, we didn't even light a fire. Yeah, right. We had a bit of wood there Saturday night, but it was blown straight into the only spot we could have had it. It would be blown straight into the right. camps. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, you don't really want to fill the <laughs> fill the tents and all that up with bloody smoke. And smoke so you yeah. so worry about it. It wasn't that cold overnight. So Connor says, love you, Gary. Thanks, Connor. But that no, was from Lockie. Oh. Thanks, Lockie. Hey. Oh. You're a weirdo. He knows it. Chat line. He oh, knows yeah. it. So they're not out poaching at the moment by the looks of things. Oh, they could be. <laughs> um, so, speak, speaking of Lake Hume, Barometer Bart went out. Um, he's been poaching around Bethanga Bridge and he must have put in a butt case, I reckon, and went out for a play and um, said lots of blue-green algae, said the water was terrible and never had a bite. So, yeah, right. But he tr- he trolls predominantly, and he might have probably been out a bit too deep. Yeah, right. So, but if he's out there by himself, he'll be playing with all the toys, and um, as long as the boat's getting a run and he's out, 
And he's probably got the pick of the days too. It's bloody beautiful. Mm. Yeah, I've been working just a stone's throw from the weir, just out of Elbridge, and yeah, <laughs> it looks beautiful every day. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Soul destroying, isn't it? When so, you so, yeah. so, what do they say? Um, so close, but yet so far away. Yeah, you've got to cast off the shackles of employment, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wanted to go, I was going to go out this morning, but um, a mate set up his live view and I went around to update everything for him, show him how to use his active captain and all that stuff for his Garmin and um, done the sounder. Go to do the live view. It's not coming up. Can't find it. Bloody thing wouldn't turn on. So start troubleshooting, ring up Garmin. They say, oh, one of your Ethernet cables is probably buggered, so we'll send you out one straight away. Righto. Shot up the wades, grabbed his out of his boat, put her on. No go. Go home, grab a bit. This morning got the live view out of mine, pull the black box out, go down, plug me black box in. All works perfect. Yep. So we ring Garmin again, so we found out what the problem is. It's the black box is gone. And they said, this has happened once before in the world. Yeah, right. This is the second one, like brand new out of the box, that didn't work. Only the second one in the world, they're saying. Jeez, you can't complain about that. <laughs> and, then, and then he goes, yep, and he's got uh, the thing that Shane's got. He says, there's two people in Australia has it, and he's one of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, so we got a uh, got it all worked out. So straight away, rang Garmin, they said, yeah, send it back, and we'll send you a new one. So, oh, that's at, at least the service is spot on. Oh, their service is unbelievable. Yeah. It takes you a little bit to get through to them, but and you're talking to a tech, and yep. you know they're talking to techs and giving you back your info, and um, absolutely sensation. Couldn't rate them high enough. They just yeah, really, really good. Yeah, I'd yeah. I'd like to send a cheer out to Mark at Mark Maroon Service for um, getting my boat in as quick as he could, getting the diagnosis right. Um, parts, I had to get the parts, but he gave me all the info for it. Um, bit of a rigmarole there with getting the parts, it was a bit of a nuisance, but um, as soon as the parts rocked up, he slotted it in as soon as he could. So um, the boat's ready to go back on the water. I am, but I, I don't think I'll be ready on Sunday morning to go back out because we're having a work party yeah. Saturday <laughs> night. So yeah, I'll, be right. re- I'll be ready to go out, but I don't think I'll be driving. Gonna let your head out? Maybe. <laughs> Watch out. So, um, yeah, so a couple of us are going to be loose on the tear on Saturday night. So, But a, a wise man would go and have tea, a few drinks, and go home. I don't know if I fall yeah, in that I'll category. <laughs> <laughs> after, after a few beers, who knows what happens, yeah. Exactly, yeah. You'll end up down at, uh, what is it, down at the Globe? Or oh, no, we're partying in Lavington, so it's oh, a long way to go. <laughs> I'm not walking that far. Not when there's a cab. Yeah, yeah. Well, just Max a cab. Uber. Yeah, Uber's true. Uber. Yeah. <laughs> 34 bucks from Dean Street to Jindra. I pay that to get home to my place from for a taxi. Yeah, we pay 60, 60 plus for oh, a cab to get home. Yeah. And then check Maybe. the Uber and go on, oh, yeah, we'll get that. <laughs> Uh, one thing everybody will be happy with knowing is that the weir is back to with only four gates open and there's only 37,400 coming out the back end of it. Um, you can see the water starting to subside a bit in Albury. The 
alerts have been taken off South Aubrey and all that. <coughs> and now everyone's got to go and clean up. It's an absolute mess out there. Mm. There's um, still a power of water as you go across that Spirit of Progress bridge on the... Oh, yeah. If you're going south, looking left, like that whole paddock's just... Yep. Yeah, that's going to take a while to come out of there. Mm. Look, it'll go back into the river when it's a 25, so 37's way over, over a banker. Yeah, okay. So, but um, our thoughts still go out to all the people out at Millamine, um, Daniloquin. Danil- we're not delivering to Daniloquin because it's yeah. apparently underwater. Yeah, you can't get there. And um, the rest of you lot out toward Muldura. Um, all the best, batten down the hatches and please heed all the emergency warnings that are out there. Um, our guys in Fire Brigade have been out at Denny for the last God knows how long. Yep. And they said the only thing that drowned out the noise of the mosquitoes was the 14 helicopters that took off one morning. <laughs> They're right. So there's been a lot of helicopter support. Um, they did say the people at Yagara with that flash flood, it was a flash flood. It yep. didn't get caused from something else. It was a flash. Um, come from nowhere in a matter of minutes. That's why the people got caught. Yep. So it wasn't their fault. And um, apparently the helicopters that supported all the rescues there was outstanding. It was just amazing. So is that ADF? It was everyone. Yeah. RFS, ADF. There's, there's been Navy, Air Force, Army, yep. SES, RFS, you name it, they're all out there. Every agency you can think of. Volunteer rescue, border rescue, I think might have yep. been there. I think um, Forbes got hit pretty hard too. I heard something oh, yeah. about them on the radio. Yeah, they, oh, they got smashed too. So mm. we're thinking of you all. Um, I've certainly had a flood through my house. I know exactly what it's like. Uh, it's not pretty. So um, I don't know what's worse, having a flood or a fire. Either way, you still got to start again. So, But, you know, we're thinking of you. And um, our guys have done a lot of work making sandbags and things to get you in and out and help you out. So. I, haven't, um, I haven't seen down in Oriel recently. Have you Have you ducked down there? It's still going to um, be cut. It's still closed, it's isn't it? still cut off. It's still closed. Yep. Um, would there, be, there wouldn't be water there, would there? Yeah. It's still, still flooded there. Yeah. I went past there oh, last, last week when I picked my shirts up and... There's barricades everywhere. You couldn't get in, so yep. and they don't until they clean up the mess. They don't want people in there anyway. Yeah, so makes sense. It's pretty grotty. I'd, I'd say you get down there. There'd be enough people down there sightseeing, taking photos of all the flood water and pretty whatnot. much. Yeah, but anyway, again, we're all thinking of yous and um, good luck mm. and watch out for the mosquitoes if you can get it. Not saying that you should get one, but if you're entitled to one. Get a vaccination for the Japanese encephalitis because um, it's the mosquitoes are going to be savage. I, I was outside pruning roses last night and got pinged behind the kneecap a couple of times last night, and it's hurting. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's a few getting around. You put a saddle on, they're huge. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, I know they are. So I get, look, just be careful of them, and they like me, so I've got to be double careful. I'm not big on vaccinations after the last ones, but. I'm thinking about having to get one for this because I'm frontline worker. Yep. I'm outside during day. You're outside all day. Yeah. But if I go on a fire job or something like that, they're probably suggesting that where we're going to go, there's going to be mozzies. Yeah. They've never really um, 
never phased me too much mozzies but mm. it just seems now every time I turn there's one having a having and dinner. we've yeah. been instructed not to take fire trucks off the road yeah well, that makes sense um, um, it boils back down to risk versus reward yep um, so if the reward's not that great don't take the risk yeah. Um, and if you can't see the white line on the road, don't drive through it because one side could be six inches deep, the other side could be washed away and four foot deep. Well, we're um, working out in Yakandina at the moment and just a gravel road there uh, on Basin Creek, there's a little you know, football-sized little sinkhole there. I sort of get out out of the truck and go have a look at it. I could put my whole shovel down it. Mm. It would have been at least, yeah, nearly two metres deep. <laughs> so I drove around that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, it probably pays too. So, yeah, look, everyone, just heed all the cautions and warnings and um, just take it easy out there, wait till it's over. All right, we'll go to our first break. Um, this is Fish Talk. We'll be back. Tribe Pro Shop is a proud sponsor of Shandong Fish Talk Podcast. Check out all the latest fishing gear available in-store and on Shopify from the Cod Pro Shop and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Fungo Blasting and Restoration for all your soda and grip blasting needs. We can restore just about anything from your old boat to your favourite car. No job too big or too small. From blast to paint, we do it all. Find us on Facebook. Are you looking for a new pair of sunglasses this summer? Well, look no further than Ace Sunglasses. These sunglasses are state-of-the-art, ultralight, with superior clarity and a Polaroid lens that cuts through water like a hot knife through butter. And they're Australian-owned too. Check them out at Ace Sunglasses and put in the discount code SHAMDONKFISHTALK and get a 10% off full-price sunnies. Now that's done, let's return back to Fish Talk with Donk, Sham and Gaz. And we're back. See if we can get... Scales out. Yeah, just having a look at um, a site there before. Um, The... All the locals down at Manus and Mildura and all them, they're all cranky as because this was their time to bounce back after COVID. Yep. And now, again, everything's going to be closed and make it hard for the tourists to get into. Um, and I'll tell you what, any of the lakes up here where there's going to be a prime spot for Christmas, it's all going to be fairly well booked out. And that's so, what we keep saying about the cod opening. I think my whale will be big. It'll be a lot... Yeah, a lot, a lot of people going out to Lake Buffalo as well. There's a um, competition out there with the Myrtleford and Districts Fishing Club. And your own club heading out to Tabletop? I still believe so. I haven't spoken to the boys for a couple of weeks. Um, last I heard, we were still going there. Yep. So hopefully it's dry enough to get in. Um, I'll find out more about that tomorrow night when I go down for the Joker Poker. The Kinross got new owners down there. A bowling alley? So I heard. Yeah, that's what they said on the news. Oh, I thought the boys were taking the piss when they told me that. No, no, that was, it was on the news, I think. Uh, the news or read it on the far, far be it from me to... But I think a bottle shop would make me more money. <laughs> oh, and yep. I think a bottle shop out of Thaguna, drive through bottle shop is um, lacking out there. Yep. And to go to the shop to go and buy a slab and block up a car park and all that yep. is ridiculous when... Like, hey, Ginger's got a drive-through botlay. We've had one there for like 100 years. I know, I know. Yeah, right. So I I would err on... I know what's going to make me more money. 
No, and that's not a bowling alley. But I'm not an owner of the pub, so it's not my business. Probably a licensing oh, thing. Imagine too. how much money they'd make off that. You're out there with your mates all on the all on the, the slops and can't let's go and have a game of bowling. Yeah. <laughs> Is it gonna wear off though? Yep. Oh. Uh, drive in bottle shop, won't. Dunno. Could oh. be like a pool table though. True. All the blokes yeah. coming back from the weir with their boats. I'll just drop in and buy a slab. Mm. All the boat blokes just going just out the weir. to get me home. Yeah. <laughs> all, all the blokes going out the weir. We'll just drop in and buy yeah. a slab. Shouldn't be saying that. Oh, well, you look, the, the tav go through there. A lot, a lot of boats go through there grabbing some, some beer and ice. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Well, your, your ice would be a big one there. Oh. But to, to drive through with the boat on... Is something you can't do in Thaguna. Yeah. To go to the shop with your boat. Yeah. Oh, it's near it, the awesome. park and that it's little ridiculous. bit out the front on the nature street. Some bloke parked a race car in there on a tra- tandem trailer today. Yeah, right. And they had to go in the wrong way, which we really love that. <laughs> and then you think, well, how are they going to get out? Well, it's just ridiculous, you know? And it was at a crap time of day too. Yeah. You know, so. No, I know we're... You know, I know what I'd be doing. Yep. So, but anyway, that's not fishing. No. So when's, you know, well, the SS Minnow's all fin- fixed up now. Have you have you planned? <laughs> the little game boat? Yeah. Oh, look, I'd really like to take it out. Um, I want to go out Saturday afternoon, but the thing is I can only go out for a couple hours because I've got to come home to go out for dinner. Yep. And then herein lies the problem. Because if we get socially excited too much, I won't be able to drive in the morning. Yep, you'll be stuck on the Sunday. Well, that's what I'm going to have to do. So, but I, I, do, I like getting out there in the morning. It's, I think it's a lot nicer. Yep. Um, and it's not going to be as windy um, in the morning. You've got 10 k's in the morning on Sunday and 23 k's in the afternoon. So, and that's just going off the oldest website. But, um, and just as windy on, what is it, um, Saturday in the afternoon. Now, that's in Albury. But, as we know, if it's windy in Albury, it's generally calmer out the weir. Yeah, right. So, I think it's just one of those things, suck it and see. Yep. Um, it'd be handy if my friend Alan, are you listening, I hope, would put our cameras up at our club so um, we can see from home or from our phones what's doing out the weir. Yeah, right. But anyway, we'll get on to that another time. So at the moment, we're just having a quiet little chat to the Mayor of the Midder Valley, Mr John Scales. (laughs) No swearing. Okay, get it. G'day, John Scales. How you going? Hello. Hello. Press the right button now. You turned him up. Hello. Uh oh. Is he there? There he is. There he is. Yep. Hello. Yep. How you going? Hi there. Oh, until ten minutes ago, I was really good. Well, I wasn't really good. I've been crooked for two days. Oh, I think I know why. Suggested that I do a COVID test. Ah. Oh. Yeah. And guess what? You got it. Oh, disease on. ravaged town. I come back from the last bloody dark cut with that crap too. <laughs> <laughs> the other seven oh. blokes I was with didn't. None of them got it. 
Robin reckons it was from kissing women on the weekend. <laughs> I think you were drinking all of their beer. Uh, I might. That might have been, that'd be more likely. Licking, yeah, licking all the empty glasses. That way. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure every drop in there. Hey? What am I supposed to do now? Sit here on me back and uh, do nothing for seven days or something? No, that doesn't. You can do whatever you want now. So. I think you just have to wear a mask outside. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. you can even go voting. Okay. Well, you right. can even go voting as long as you're wearing a mask and you make it known that you have the dreaded C19 and they will socially isolate you and um, you can vote. And then they'll okay. burn, burn all your clothes and <laughs> pencils and booths down. <laughs> <laughs> and they won't help you load your boat when you get back to the program. No. Uh, no. Anyway, there you go. I finally bloody succumbed. I thought I was bloody superhuman too. Well, we know you are, but, you know. <laughs> Obviously not. Oh. Yeah, so... Um, Wonderful competition you had on the weekend? It was. It was bloody sensational. It, um well, uh, there were only 80 entrants, but I think all 80 entrants caught fish. Oh, so it was good. Just, it was amazing. A hell of a lot of small fish, but uh, everyone caught fish. Everyone was happy. We had a magnificent band, and uh, it went off like clockwork, boys. It was just a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And um, a lot of happy people left Dartmouth on Sunday morning. It was great. I must say there's some um, <clears throat> pretty good names there, the... Team names. I, I was yeah. looking through them. You got the real hookers, the dart tarts, dart hookers, <laughs> then, then damn lost. Hooked on me, but my favourite one's the filthy oars. <laughs> and the master baiters. <laughs> I reckon they were crackers. I was reading through them. I was reading through them and I thought, I'd better write them down because I'll forget all those because they were cracking names. <laughs> yeah, well, the filthy oars are, uh, just happened to be my daughter's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 they keep me guessing. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, your dress up, your dress up night went good? It did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon there was uh, 30% of the people there on Friday night dressed up. And there were some sensational costumes. A lot of yeah, yeah. Freddie Mercury lookalikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was five or six of them in that, that, that group. And uh, that was Lance Graver's group, one of our major sponsors. And, uh, yeah, his, his crew looked a million dollars. They really did. Yeah. What, uh, I think the, what did you dress up as? A COVID-ridden John Scales. <laughs> no idea. I failed to uh, pull on a uniform. In fact, I got the sack as the skipper um, this year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're gone for the younger fellas. Uh, uh. Wise choice. <laughs> Fresh blood, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I complained bitterly. Oh, yeah. oh, the, the young bulls moved the old bull over to the... Um, the other paddock put him out of pasture. Mm. <laughs> That's right, yeah, yeah. He's gone out the pasture. 
So I was just thinking then what I could uh, start off with because I've got everything here, you know, all the results, and uh, there are some ripples. There's some, like, uh, I was looking for the heaviest pitch, actually. 50.5 centimetres. How much was it? 50.5. You got them there, have you? No, no, I just... That was the best trout on Saturday. Yeah, it was. Yeah, 50.5. Yeah. Uh, Robin and uh, uh, Rebecca. Do you want me to go through them? Yeah. <laughs> well, I could even tell you how many fish were caught. Yeah, right, eh? 217 browns and 29 rainbows. That is correct. Yep. That's a lot of fish. Pick up the prize, it helps. <laughs> and that's only the ones that we've both taken photos of. You know, I, I know of people that's got you know, 20 fish and uh, only took photos of five and six and four and that sort of thing. So... There was just heaps of fish caught, but uh, like I say, a lot of lot of smallish fish. But uh, but that was good because they had a ball. Preferred method. Uh, sorry. Any preferred method? Not really. They were all over the place. I, I think um, um, the biggest fish were probably like in the lead up to it. The biggest fish were uh, caught on mud ice, um, in against the bank, not. I've trolled them or anything like that. So uh, I, I suspect that some of these bigger fish would have been caught on mud ice. Yeah, right. uh, mm. Depending on who the skippers were. If the skippers were switched on, that's what they would have been doing. And, uh, yeah, yeah. But the, the best brown trout on Friday, and the, the, the prize was a Rapala Stick Pro Rod and Reel, and it was sponsored by Bluey's Bait Pack on uh, Lee and Julie Chapman. Uh, and the winner of that was Kelsey Shaw, with a 47 centimetre brown and the runner up brown on Friday was run by Robin Cook, a local girl and she won a Silstar Power Tip Rod and Rapala Reel and that was sponsored by Louis and Lee and Julie Chapman uh, the best brown on Saturday which was the best well, there were two actually, the dead heat at 50.5, you're dead right um, a Rapala Six Pro Rod and Reel, and that was sponsored by Bluey's and Mick Smythe Construction. Uh, and the winners were Robin Cousins and Rebecca Potter. And uh, these prizes and trophies were brilliant. They were fantastic. It was, uh, you know, it was like a bloody sports store as you walk in there. Yeah. Uh, so we moved the best rainbow, and the best rainbow on Friday, the Silstar Power Tip Rod and Reel. Sponsored by Blueys again and Graeber Painting. The winner was Rachel Hensel uh, with a 38.5 um, centimetre rainbow, which is a good fit. And, um, and um, why is that 42 there? I don't know. And the runner up, Rainbow Trout on Friday. Uh, um, the winner was um, Zoe Dunn, another local girl. So uh, Zoe was very happy and her. Fish was 37 centimetres. Uh, she was fishing as an individual, so uh, she was very happy with that. So uh, the best rainbow... Hang on, Scarlett. Was, was this all on length, this one, not weight? Yeah, 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 all on length, yeah. All oh, right, so yeah. was it catch and release, or...? Uh, it was, yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Sorry about that. I was going to let you know that. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. okay, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah. So, could, so you, uh, did, could you weigh them in at all, or just, no, just all catch no, and release, no, no. all photos? They went away. 
they went all to catch and release and, and measure us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, very good. Just thought I'd ask that while you were No, no, saying that. very valid question. The best rainbow on Saturday, uh, sponsored by Blueys again and Brian Unthank Rural. The winner was Bethany Verrick with a length of 41, uh, and she fished for the dark tarp. Bethany and her mother, Christine. And the runner-up Rainbow Trout on Saturday, uh, sponsored by Blueys and Brian Unthank. The winner was uh, Nicole Faithful from Homeo with a length of 39, which is a pretty handy rainbow as well. And um, I can't quite work out Bonza Babes, I think her thing was. And the total scores. Uh, which is length again to the pairs. There's, there's pairs, there's teams, and there's clubs. So there's three different and individuals. So there's four different categories. Yep. So for the pairs, uh, first prize went to Wessie's Girls at 316.5. Second prize went to the Dark Dreamers at 295. Third at 290 was Twisted Sister. Fourth was Fishing Girls at 265.5. Um, fifth, the Bellbridge Babes, 213 centimetres. Sixth, Freshwater Sister at 132.5. And Fish, Fish Talk Femmes didn't trouble the scorer. Um, now, in the team... The yeah, three people in a team, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, first place went to Hooked on Me with 243.5. Second went to Hughes Coppers at 180.5. Third went to Filthy Oars, mate. <laughs> God damn those filthy oars. <laughs> <laughs> with a holy mackerel on <laughs> 133.5 and masturbators failed to trouble the score. <laughs> no happy ending. <laughs> Nothing in the head. <laughs> I, I, I believe... Louis Gary's first funnies come out with me. <laughs> 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 nearly choking. <laughs> Uh, sorry. Sorry, John. I'll try to regain compassion. That's all right. I believe they did expel labour in the night. <laughs> in room 10. <laughs> the junior encouragement. There we go. And this was the only section that we allowed uh, males into, so the boys and girls. And there were 15 entrants, which we were stoked about, 15 junior entrants. It was just wonderful. Uh, and you had to be up to 14. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Now, yeah, right. So first place went to Ava Ayres with uh, 138.5. Second went to Annie Barker with 133.5. Third went to Evie Glass, granddaughter, with 130. Fourth to Joel Ayres. Uh, 104.5. Fifth to Evia Smith at 74. 
sixth to Darcy Fox at 73. Olivia Fox came in at 72 in seventh place. Lily. Ooh, Lily. Hang on, she's got 98.5. Yes, she should be further up the bloody ladder than that. <laughs> anyway, according to this, she's coming at eight. Ninth is Zoe Urcelli uh, uh, at 63. And then the rest. Dan Wallace, Ned Wallace, Jackson Dunn, Harry Dunn, Matilda Robbins and Matilda Dunn. All getting prizes but failing to score. <coughs> Oh, yeah. Doesn't matter, they've still got something. Yeah, encouragement award. Oh, crap. And they all had a wonderful time. They, they ran, they jumped, they skipped, they created uh, their parents' headaches, but they had a ball. Now, the individual champion angler, which is always a very, very heavily contested uh, contest. Yep. The prize was Shimano, Demetra Rod and Reel, Plano Small and Large Panaway. A Yeti wine tumbler and a $50 Dartmouth pub voucher sponsored by Elks Hunting and Fishing and the Dart Pub. And the winner was Robin Cousins, Cousins with a length of 182.5 centimetres. And she was with Team Piss Wreck. Um, <laughs> oh, well, make use of that $50 voucher. They'd probably get you two beers up there, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are they related to the male piss rack team? I think it was two yes, or three they piss are. racks. They're, yes, they're all uh, uh, um, the uh, wives of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So the runner up angler. You there, mate? Hello. Oh, we've been cut off. He's still there. Hello. No, he's gone. We've got a red light flashing here, he's gone. Yep, so. alright, well. We better hang up. Yeah. Oh. We'll try and ring him again, Shan. See what happens. Still got a couple of minutes, so. Uh, no, look, looks like it sounds like they've had a great weekend up there. Um, and the weather looked good too well, in some of the photos. Friday, Saturday. Saturday, so, yeah. yeah. They would have got in before that. Uh, Change came through. Wondering whether they come through, yeah. Pretty lucky being able to get up there and have the Friday off. I'd love to do that. <laughs> but, um, work is a curse of most of us. Yeah, Friday. It's uh, my second. My friend Gavin says working is an affliction of the poor. Oh. Righto, here we go. Back again. Sorry what about happened? that. Don't know, we just lost you. Yeah, yeah. You were talking away and then you just decided to stop. Stop. Yeah. Might, be, might be a COVID. Oh, you've come to COVID, yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. So we come now to the champion pairs. Um, it's just sponsored by Oops. And the prize was a Yeti Lowland Blanket, a Rapala Neck Chief, an Elks Stubby Holder. And that was won by Kelsey and Anya from Wessie Girls with a length of 315.5. Uh, the runner up pair. Uh, Rapala Sportsman Shoulder Bag and Rapala Neckerchief, Lawrence Hat and Hand Towel and Soap, sponsored by Bluey's Bait and Tackle and Harrison Family. Ron and Diane Harrison, great friends and great sponsors. And the winners were the Dart Dreamers, Cynthia and Joe, with a length of 295 centimetres. And they were a happy couple.
very happy. It was wonderful. Now, the Memorial Champions team, which is a uh, a uh, memoriam to Cheryl Harper, who uh, was a great um, friend of Dartmouth and a, and a great angler. She she angled, she, she fished in every ladies' classic from the very first one, and they put together this memorial for her, and it's uh, very much sought after. Uh, the prize is a Yeti Lowland Banker, a Rapala Neckerchief, an Elk Stubby, um, a Stubby Holder, and three $50 BCF vouchers, sponsored by Elks Hunting and Fishing and BCF Aubrey. The winners with a length of 243.5 were Karen, Naomi and Vicky from Hooked on Me. And weren't they happy girls? They were just ecstatic. You still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I have a bloody running away. <laughs> <laughs> we're listening to you for a challenge. Right. <laughs> so the runner-up team... With a Rapala Sportsman Shoulder Bag and Rapala Neckerchief, a Lowrand Hat and Hand Towel and Soap, sponsored by Bluey's Bait Tackle and the Harrison Family again. The winners were huge cobras, Emily, Katana and Lorraine, with a length of 180.5 centimetres. And uh, they also were very, very happy when they went up to claim their prize. So we move on to the Champion Club, which is... Uh, Always, well, it's a big one. It, it's the one that they all come to, uh, you know, really have a dip at. And uh, the prize for it was a Yeti Lowlands blanket, Rapala neckerchief, and Elk stubby holder, sponsored by Elk. And the winners, Team Pissrek. <laughs> 376. 76.5. And they beat Blue uh, uh, Real Hookers. They beat them by 40 centimetres. And their prize was uh, Wilson Lure Wallet and Rapala Neckerchief. Low-ran hand towel and safe sponsored by Blueys and the Harrison family. So that was a pretty close contest. And one, as I said, is greatly sought after. Oh, very good. Excellent. Then we had the major prize draw, um, which when you go in, you uh, every fish you catch, of course, becomes a ticket in this major prize draw. And listen to this for a prize. A Shimano Aquatip rod and Shimano trolling reel, plus $1,000 cash. Sponsored by Dart Trout Trollers, High Country Rural and Dartmouth Progress Association. And the winner was Rochelle Hensel. What what a happy girl she was. Good on her, yeah. Yeah, oh, she was... uh, over the moon. She wasn't there to team piss wreck, was she? Uh, no, I don't think she was. She would no, have been right. wrecked by the end of that night after getting the green. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking from experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I didn't ask cup Karen. Was that on, I didn't a, ask Karen. Was that on Secret how Leaf, much? was it, that fish? <laughs> I didn't ask Aaron how much she put over the bar, but uh, yeah. Scarsy, we'll with the, that prize... Was that on secret length, or what was it? Uh, no, that was on your, your, your number. Oh, right. Okay. Just like a raffle. Raffles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caught the tick. You caught, caught the fish. Yep. And every time you caught a fish, that was your ticket in the raffle. Now and, with it. And your, yep. 
yeah, your membership number was your, yeah, what just, they went on. Just yeah. takes one fish, yeah. But, Only takes one fish. Yeah, just take <laughs> one fish, yeah. yeah. yeah so, Rochelle, I know, would have had four fish, two from each day. So she had four prizes in there, four tickets in the yep. draw. Yep. Now, the hard luck story, and I didn't actually get to hear this one, but uh, it must have been a pretty good one because there was <laughs> there were some pretty uh, handy hard luck stories. And this goes to Colin Strawn, who was a skipper. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it involved a fair bit of gear getting lost and tangled. And, and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Cole uh, went away with a Rapala rod and reel and a hat. Uh, he was happy. Good on him. The photo comp. Um, there was a winner and a runner-up in this. Uh, snap a photo while you're out there. Uh, the winner was Tracy Jackson, and the runner-up was Abby C. Whoever Abby C was. And then the raffle. We had a beautiful <coughs> raffle. Raffle. Um, and the winner of that was Carolyn Phelps. Um, the prize was Levantine Hill Wine, donated by the Dart CFA. Second prize went to Deb Booth from Shepparton. And the junior photo competition went to Zoe. Uh, and the runner-up we haven't got. So uh, that uh, completes the, uh, the whole... Deal of the women's fishing classic boys. Well done, very good. It was a wonderful, wonderful competition. Yeah, you know, it was uh, was probably a, a, a do or die one. This one, if, if it didn't work out this time, it was probably you know, probably looking at possibly not going again. But uh, oh, it I think it'll keep going, mate. Mm. So you're happy with those uh, numbers? What'd you say, eighty odd? Yeah, 80. 80, 80, 80 yep. Yeah. Which is very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and, and the fact that everyone caught fish makes it a... <laughs> well, that's what brings it back, them. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, the lake's fishing pretty well, then. Mm, mm. A lot of fish, not a lot of big fish. Yep. But that'll happen. You've they been saying that for years. <laughs> you ones will happen. <laughs> four colours of the still like haven't seen it. <laughs> It's like 30 yeah, feet and down riggers. <laughs> <laughs> Three colours of lead. Crick offers. <laughs> Camera killers. Camera killers. We're a word for a crick offer. <laughs> <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, right? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of those yeah, things well, here is a green yeah, face. Yeah. No, well, that's great, mate. That sounds like. All the ladies had a great weekend. Um, yeah, some of those uh, dress-ups were pretty good, I think. Not oh, good. they did. Uh, a lot of people put a lot of time into it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I dare say yeah. next year, Jindra Anglers Club might have a few girls going up there. Yeah, yeah, I know. We'd, we'd, we'd certainly welcome them. They, they just have a great time. They really have a ball. And, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, and... The camaraderie between all the women is sensational. It's just wonderful. But, uh, you know, 80, 80, 80 inebriated women in the pub <laughs> when the band starts, a fairly uh, exciting prospect. Uh. Uh, yeah, obviously, someone else's name's not in the room. Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> You'd hear the thud. Uh, hmm. 
the, the, the Robin's been telling me that's where I caught COVID from kissing the girl. We better start. No we better worries. go to our next sponsorship break. But thanks again for um, filling us in on another fantastic comp up at Dartmouth Ladies Comp. Well that's, a, that's a pleasure, fellas. Thanks for giving us the opportunity. Oh, Thank yeah, you very much, Ray. And um, hopefully you'll be uh, feeling a bit better next week, mate. Oh, jeez, I hope so. I'm struggling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You should, no stop, worries. should stop sharing the love up there, mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, All the best, boys. We won't be loving you tonight. Thanks, Garzy. Cheers, mate. All right. We'd better go to our next sponsorship break. Um, this is Fish Talk. We'll be back. Todd Pro Shop is a proud sponsor of Shamdong Fish Talk Podcast. Check out all the latest fishing gear available in-store and on Shopify from the Cod Pro Shop and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Fungo Blasting and Restoration for all your soda and grip blasting needs. We can restore just about anything from your old boat to your favourite car. No job too big or too small. From blast to paint, we do it all. Find us on Facebook. Are you looking for a new pair of sunglasses this summer? Well, look no further than Ace Sunglasses. These sunglasses are state-of-the-art, ultralight, with superior clarity and a Polaroid lens that cuts through water like a hot knife through butter. And they're Australian-owned too. Check them out at Ace Sunglasses and put in the discount code Fish Talk and get a 10% off full-price sunnies. Now that's done, let's return back to Fish Talk with Donk, Sham and Gaz. And we are back. Now we're back. Wrong button. Yeah, anyway. All good. We'll get there. Um, yeah, no, great weekend up at Dartmouth again. Well worth putting a team together for next year if you're thinking of going up there. Um, I might even have a crack at being a sponsor next year. So yeah, can do that with Gaz's guides. I mean, for the ladies, a good chance to have all the kids and get up there and get all fancy dressed and <laughs> have, a, have a couple of wines, a few, few drinks. Yeah. Oh, but... You know, you could even take a team out yourself, you know, like they're always looking for skippers and stuff like that, so it's all good. Um, Craig should be ringing fairly shortly. We're all sitting here complaining about how tired we are. (laughs) Um, Yeah, work's sort of knocking us around. Shammy's getting up early, drop his young bloke off at work, and this nice warm weather we're having now is sort of good driving around, and I'm I'm enjoying that. We've been a bit busy. With the daylight savings too, you find you burn the candle at both ends. Oh, was exactly, yeah. But, um, but well. you've got to make hay while sun's shining. Yeah, oh, well, while it's not raining. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, also um, good, good to see lots of the girls up there in Cod Pro Jumpers. Yeah. Quite a few of those getting around. Yep. And while we're still, uh, what, we've got another week of November, so the Cod Pro lures... I'd still got a few of them in. in yeah, store. I think they'll go into um, December a little bit. Right. Yep. Yeah, well, yeah. cod opening and all. Yeah, I think yeah. we'll take them down to down yep. to Yarra. And, look, and, and get on to this because um, due to privacy, I won't mention the gentleman's name, but um, someone fairly close to a lot of us people in Thaguna passed away over the weekend. Um, took his own life. Uh, very sad. Um, there are ways around it. So, um, but get on board either, you know, buy the Shamdonk Movember Lure. The proceeds will go to the cause. Um, the Tassie Devils, they've got the same thing with Movember as well. Yep. Um, 
There's a, a, lot a, of, a lot of um, companies that are out there doing the right thing. And, oh, actually, even the, the shirt I'm wearing, mm. the living, you know, they're all out there trying to yep. promote that mental health, and I think it's important. Well, you got to, you know, and times have been pretty tough and tough on a lot of people, so. Yep. And you got to claw out of it. You can't just keep you know, digging yourself a deep hole. You've got to climb out of that hole and That's get right. on top of it and get going. You Sticking know? your head in the sand won't do anything. No. And you just make it worse. So there's people out there to help, and your mates are imperative. You know, right. like everyone's got a mate, someone to, you know, they'll listen to you. If you've got a problem, they'll listen to you. And if they don't, there's something yeah. wrong with them, you know. But um, get on board, get on to the um, Shamdonk Lures for November, and um, have a go at it. Yeah. But well, I've been doing I've been doing a little bit of cooking this oh, week yeah. while I haven't had a bait. I've been making beef jerky. Yeah. And I'm gonna do it with fish, I'm gonna do it with some redfin. Yeah, right. I was gonna ask you how you well, I'm, your red I'm waiting on this stuff, it's called liquid smoke. Yeah, right. So it's a liquid <coughs> smoke that they distill, so I'm gonna use that on the fish. Here we go. Welcome to Fish Dog, who do we have? Craig, Neil, Mate and Tackle. Craig, Craig, boy. Craig, how are you doing? Here we go, mate. Yeah, good. Sorry, I'm running late. I was uh, on the phone to my mother. Oh, we'll let it slide this time, how's, mate. How's mum? <laughs> Mum's going good, but mum doesn't know that at quarter to eight, that when I say I've got to get off the phone to ring up to get on the sham dog, well, fish talk, she's like, okay, where's that? So she, she wants to explain for another 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, can we podcast that? Yes, you can, mum. Yeah. I've told you that a hundred times. But anyway, rather dearly. <laughs> She's probably listening now, so I better be quiet. But... So I better not say the usual things you say about her every week? No. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, I do. No, I, I do. You know, I'm, a, I'm the only son she's got. I do love her dearly, and she does look after me. She does want to make sure I'm going all right. But anyway, yeah, sometimes, like, like I said, enough's enough, Mum. I'll, I'll ring you back if I have to. Anyway, hey, good to see some sunshine. Yeah, how's the fishing been down that way? Yeah, it's starting to fire up. The lake's still a little bit cold, 16.2 at the intake there. That's not too bad, but getting some really, really good reports. It's still going to work hard for it. Um, we're picking up, you know, 35, 45 centimetre gallons just inside the Um Park your boat out about 20, 30 metres from the bank, preferably either side of a point, and cast into that point with soft plastics. If you can rig it up with a bit of a flash, you know, like pretty much a small spinnerbait style, like, you know, the flash, the, yep. the flashy swims, something, you know, flicking around, just let it sink and just slowly bring it back to very, very soft bites. But, yeah, um, picking up some really nice fish and Obviously, optimal time is right on sunrise through to about 10 o'clock, and then they seem to shut down, but they're still, they're still holding up there, like, seeing some really good photos of um, depth out of showing a lot of fish, and uh, it's always been the same. You fish those points, and they love that drop-off, just sitting there waiting for something to come across that shallow water. And yeah. So pretty much that's what you want to do. Um that's and obviously uh, Bonnie Dern has okay, probably fishing a little bit better, especially around the bridge, use the structures. 
there's plenty of water there, so just tie up the bridge and just work the structure and then just keep um, vibing on soft plastic, you know, shake and bake and you'll get them. Obviously, they, they are, they are um, soft bites, but you know, if you have the patience and don't try and wait till they pull before you... Um, before you strike, because yeah, well, most of us once you feel a bit of a t- bit of something, we, ooh, no real, no, yeah, pulled it out, no. So, um, yeah, it might be interesting next couple of weeks, especially well, they're forecasting a bit of rain over the weekend, one to five, five to ten, or well, could be twenty mil, it could be nothing, but it's still going to be warm, so it's going to be really good. <laughs> I'm surprised that the cod haven't started moving around a bit more because they should be off the nests by now and they should be starving as well while, while, while they're on the nests they don't eat they just guard no. so they should be off the nests by now and starting to be pretty hungry well I had um, I had young Kate and Brendan Kate Norman I will yep. say young she's a lot younger than me mm-hmm. actually uh come into my shop earlier in the week and um, bought a couple of lures to go down the pondage and I said, I'm doing you posting too much on social media, you haven't been out fishing. She goes, it's pretty much been shut down. She goes, I found the nest, found two cod sitting down the nest. She goes, you just can't get into the bite. She goes, this time last year, she goes, you put a big swim bait past them and just boop, one will come out and smack it. But more of a, you, you more hook them on the side of the head, like say, bugger off, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's just been really, really quiet. She goes, we've been out having a go, and we're live-scoping them up. She said, but we're just not um, not playing the game, she goes. And the water, it is, it's a water temperature thing, you know. I think your terminology, too, is they're following the lure up is could be incorrect. What I reckon they're doing is they're escorting the lure out of their patch. Like, yes. we don't yeah. want you in my patch, go away, and I'll make yep. sure that you leave. Yep, yeah, because I'm big. Exactly. And you're only, you're only, ten, you're only a 10-inch draft. That's it. Or a 9-inch um, baler, or, yeah. you know, you're only a 6-inch, you know, stumpy or something, or whatever you throw it out there, and they eventually go and get away, get away. Yeah. But obviously, if you go back in again, and again, that's when you get the side hit, get away. You know, and that's when yeah. you do the side, side hit hook up, so... Um, and they could be slapping yeah. them with a tail too, you don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a cod but, can um, swim yeah. backwards as well. That's not something a lot of fish can't do. Yeah, right. Yes, yeah, because they swim. That's what they do. They swim back in the little hollow log and yep. down wait. Yep. So if something's coming so, at them from behind too, they'll swim backwards and slap it out of the road. Yeah. I did have... Um, you know, the gentleman yesterday was chasing up some stainless steel trace, which I don't have. So, excuse me, that's salt water stuff. But anyway. I know who's got it. I've got some in the shed here too. Mm. Um, which I did say to you, let's call back in. I'll still bring it, bring it back down. I'll never need to use it. Um, but that's what he wanted to do, was with his um, mangroves, tennis mangroves, he was going to stick a hot wire through and then run a steel, and obviously, um, start a steel trace, hook it on and put a stinger hook right on the tail, because he was getting a few, he'd been getting a lot of hookups where they just grabbed the tail. 
Yeah. And you have that little bit of a fight, then they let go. And when you bring it back in, you see the teeth marks on the tail. Mm-hmm. So the same thing, what you're saying, it's it probably to go and get out of the way. You know, it's been there too long. Yep. And then um, pretty much, I was, it's a bit of an overkill, same with steel. Like, you're going to pay for it. I'll just run 100 pound gym on Pretty much, you're only, your hook's still sitting out of the tail on it. So it's not like you're grabbing all the gym guy, but. Craig, um, if he wants if he wants stainless steel wire, sell it to him. It's all, it's all kitchen money in the till, mate. I've got I've got a big I've got a big roll sitting in the shed here. Yeah. I brought all my gear, well not all my gear, but brought most of the gear up from down home. I've got a hundred metre roll of stainless steel wire. We used to do the stainless steel rigs for the gun sharks out in Bass Strait. So um, we used to do like two metre two metre rig stainless steel. You know, had an off for two hooks. And the reason why we've done two metres is because bring them up from 30 to 80 metres and they roll and they get on your braid and that, and that um, skimmer there is used to just wear the braid down like, so at least two metres and they wrap that around. They don't like saying I'm still wrapping around. They seem unwrap it. I remember we were fishing, we were fishing a, a jetty off Cairns and, uh, or Port Douglas somewhere and a, a 30 foot shark cat comes through and one of our rods took off. And it's and I said, oh, you've got a big one here, mate. And my mate looks and goes, what are you talking about? I said, I think you've caught a shark cat. And the bloke actually stopped the boat and lifted the maters up mm. and got, yep. got the line off the maters, let it go, and he gave us a wave. And mate of mine said, never seen a boat do that before. Normally they just chop everything up. I said, yeah, but how much wire trace you got out there? Because he was using wire and everything because he's sick of getting everything bit off. Yep. Yep. And, and I said... You've probably got two metres of rubbish out there. And he goes, yeah, probably. I said, well, I don't want that wrapped around their props and seals and stuff. And he went, exactly. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's it. Marine mechanics cost a fair bit up that way. Your, your props can probably handle a bit of mono, but I definitely don't like those. No, they like chewing seals up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I've um, snagged up many times on the trawl and, you know, with other blokes and, you know, pretty much should be nearly one rod per person. You've got three years. You're seeing for now to get the fourth rod out, and that's the one that as you back up and then sort of stop, but it, you're still... Oh, where's that line? Yeah, no, you're all right. You, you see your rod start bucking. Ah, I know where that's gone. Yep. And, you, and you do, you hear, you hear your, or I hear my hands and start to struggle a bit after you've done, you know, 15, 20 rotations around the brain around the top. It definitely, uh... Yeah, she'd bind it up. I've caught one of mine, caught one of mine once, and we pretty quick smart made our way to the bank and dragged the boat up, back motor first, and got the toolkit out, pulled the prop off, and got a knife out. Got all, got all braid out, count the dollars as I was cutting it off. Because it was good expensive stuff. You can only wrap yeah, up yeah. good expensive stuff around a prop shaft, can't you? Not yeah, no, you, you, never, you never, or you don't, you never wrap up the cheap stuff because you're not using cheap stuff. <laughs> you always wrap up the good stuff. But anyway, so you're still catching some good, nice trout out of that pondage, are you? Yeah. No, it was, it was down a bit this morning, but I'm filling it up at about uh, quarter past six. I drove past there about. Oh, 6.30. And I was like, oh, gee, that's a fair flow going. I went, oh, yeah, it's down pretty low. 
and um, some of the local blokes, the cagey local blokes, started to get a bit sick and tired of coming to me buying muddles. Um, they got down there early when it was down, and um, we haven't had it down for a long time, so it's the lowest it's probably been. And um, yeah, they got got some muddles. Yeah, they got some really nice fish on muddles this morning. Yeah, good. Um, and quite. Happily to walk into my shop going, oh, yeah, we've got four dozen mud oils. I'm gone. Good on you. I said, big ones? I go, yep. I said, full moon in a couple of days. I said, they'll be all dragonflies by then. Mm-hmm. So I said, so I'd be using them. They go, nah, we'll put them in the freezer. Or, you know, put them in the beer fridge. I said, they'll still hatch. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You, you get mud oils 10 days, 10, 12 days inside of um, a full moon, they're pretty much going to hatch. And if they're nice and big, especially the spiders, if they're nice and big, which they are, I said, yeah, it's been too cold. I said, virtually every mud hole they're going to get out of, you're going to get out of the pondage if it gets too low. It's pretty well going to be big ones, and you don't get too greedy and try and take six to ten, 15 dozen, because I end up hatching on you anyway. But, um, yeah, so they've been getting, they're smacking a few real nice rainbows on the mud holes, which which is good to see, but obviously they you know, the mud eyes are mainly for the browns, but just the lure fish people are doing ten times better than anyone on the baby, so mm-hmm. depends how good your rod really is, depends how good your arm is, because it takes out of you. Are the, the fish and actually it. taking the whole mud eye, or are they just picking at it? Nah, well, see, being a spider mud eye, they're only taught by the okay. game. Well, they're pretty much a, a ten cent piece, so that looks like a fifty cent piece, if you know what I mean, like. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I remember yeah, in Cancaben one time, the blokes were fishing with uh, mud eyes under floats, and oh, they were getting cranky ass because the fish were just biting their heads off. Yeah. Wouldn't All take nothing. Yep. And um, oh, they said, we're doing some dough here, losing mud or hand over fist, and yeah, as soon as the head was gone, they wouldn't want it anymore. Yeah, Trout snake. Really, really good fact. And I've been doing it for a long time, and Jason runs a Pondy's guiding service. The amount of people that fish with mud eyes under a float, or doe, does another one, especially on a new release, their mud eyes, their, their, their float six, yeah, it's okay, it's a plastic float. very hard to get those squashy um, floats there, you can push, push and put water in, so yeah, yeah, so you, you buy the plastic ones and you can push the insert out and half fill it full of water. That's your weight. Mm-hmm. But they still put a stopper on it. So when the trout grabs it, and it's a kind of an old, older trout, and it's been around for a while, it will just lift the mud eye and then pull down. And the moment it goes to pull down, it feels that weight of that float and, it's, and, and either bites or pulls and pulls the head off. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we don't have a float stopper. We have a piece of cork, preferably. The cork still doesn't break down, but it doesn't get seen. That's the thing. It slightly does break down. Polystyrene is the next option, but it will still stay in the environment. It's not as good. Yeah, not nah, cork's still better. Nice little chunk of cork, slip halfway through it, put your line, wrap your line around it, and that is actually your float. And then your, your, your weighted float with half of the water sits on top of it. You cast it out, but you leave your leave a slack line and leave a bail arm open. So when the trout grabs it, they actually don't feel that little, you know, 10 centimetre. 10 centimetre, yeah, 
10 mil square did a um, cork. Did a cork when they pulled out. So when they first pull down, they don't feel the weight. The float runs up the line and then they suck it in and off they go. And, it, and yeah, this is pretty much the same technique with a pencil float. Like you want your pencil float pretty much not much hanging out of the water. You don't want a heap of hanging out of the water where they've got a restriction if you use a pencil float. Same thing. I've got some so, pencil floats at home. I must have got them off the old man, but I don't know where he got them from. They're really old. They yeah. have to be 50 years old, those things. Yeah, they'd be good ones. Oh, they are. Yeah, they're nice. Yeah, you only want about 25, 30 million pencil floats sitting out. And the good thing about pencil floats for night fishing is then you can put the glow stick on top. I've actually got a, a float that um, the line goes through it and um, yep. it's water activated. Yep. And just glows red. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. But it, the, the less restriction you have, but new release rainbows don't care. They don't care. If they're going to take a mud on or, or toe, they just go bang. Uh, yeah. Rainbows are stupid. <laughs> and that's why they, that's why that's why they only live for like four or five years. They get so big so quick. They just eat and eat and eat. Yeah. It, it doesn't. Yeah. And well, pretty much if they release big ex stocky browns um, early on, they can be stupid. And you can suck them in with the power bait. You definitely suck them in with the dough. And you suck them in with the dough two years after they release because it still goes back in their memory that oh, I'm, just, I'm getting fed pills again. Yeah. Even if they are eating snails. Minnow, little reddies, little trout, whatever. But with the mud oil, the candy, I always keep saying, you know, if you use the mud oil, you always going to get fish. I mean, they are expensive to buy, but it's just the way it is, you know, yeah. like everything these days. People, people whinge about the price of a dozen mud oils of 14 bucks. They're going to be 15, 16 bucks. So I'll give you this next delivery on coming. Well, they're going to get a shock when they buy some barty grubs in the next couple of weeks, aren't they? kicking around selling worms. He's got them down at the Guna service station here and he um, actually turns them over too. Like, if you're not selling them, he'll take them back and put in fresh stock and um, fatten them up again and get them going and bring them back out next time. And he's also got um, biodegradable, like the the punnet. So, yeah. I've tried those biodegradable punnets. Yeah. The only thing is, you put dirt in them, you put worms in them. It's within weird. a week, the worms are doing what they do best, so they're what we, we do every day when we go to the toilet. Of course, yep. 
And that's all going down the bottom of all that, and you go pick the punnet up, and the, <laughs> <laughs> or, or you pick the punnet up, and and the, and the, and the butt's already fallen out of it, and you go, "Where's my worms?" Yeah. Now, I've got you're, looking, you're looking at the bottom. You're looking at the bottom of the fridge, and go, "Oh, there you are." But the fridge's been sort of, you know, dropped, you know, dipping in a, in a punnet. The fridge is all gone dry, and they're all gone. Yeah. Drying them out, they're like a petrified worm. Yeah, well, I've heard this bloke's pretty good. who come around on a regular basis, and he changes the stock over for you if you're not selling it. So, um, hopefully he's listening. You give me a call tomorrow. Yeah, well, I'll find out who he is, and um, I'll get back to you on that one. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. Look, if you are buying, and I said Tasmania's the best place for them, and everybody in Tasmania that actually uh, supply worms are actually running uh, business because actually they've got to be licensed to do it. So it's not a cash in hand. I mean, tax man doesn't know type job, which, you know, you know, if you haven't got cash on you, it's hard to get. Try explaining that to your accountant. She's wanting to know why you paid $4,000 for worms and where's your receipts. <laughs> it's a bit hard, bit, bit hard to run a bait and tackle shop without bait. Um, just the way of the world. That's the way it is. Um, but um, yeah, at least you'd be getting that. But just the freight costs, because you know? the, the old bloke that was first supplying me when I first started, and he's getting on. His wife's just passed away, um, and he's not a well man himself. He's still doing it, but he's not travelling on the boat anymore. Coming over with a big van full of worms, doing his trip right through the Zimmer line and going back. So just fair enough, but. COVID sort of stuffed him with that as well, but yeah. all right, man, this is the way of the world. All right, well, I've sent a message off for you to the people that know who the worm guy is. So, yeah. um, so all right, look, we have to wrap you up. Where pondage still cracking the best, and the rivers fit. The rivers are fishing well. If you really want to fish the rivers, the Goulburn's eight thousand. It's talking to try and get it down to six. Thousand by the um, end of the weekend. Fished really well last weekend at nine. Um, from natural spawn trout to still those big stongers. Um, some cracking browns come out there. Ruby's fishing well. Stevenson, all those little creeks pushing back towards Melbourne, Marysville, uh, fishing really, really well. Um, pretty much once you get past Alexandra, it's, it turns to, to soup, brown soup. Um, so the fishing down that way is still not desirable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for trout, chase your pond is just, they're still getting good trout in the lake. But yeah, if you want to chase the natives, then, um, um, Yellow Belly, yeah, your Bonnie Dune, Gallantite, Ford Inlet, start, start having a bit of a look around Taylor Bay, close to Hilton, Jerusalem Creek, with a couple of fish got caught there. But again, you still got to work hard for it. Yeah, we just got to get this weather to come good, and yeah, that'll, that'll happen. And then, yeah, something next week's got only. Yeah, that's it. Mm. Which would be great. So, well, might be great for the blokes in the Murray because we can't fish it. But no, sorry. Exactly. Yeah. All right, mate. Come to Hilton. Go to Hilton, yeah. I think you're going to get a, a fair bunch of people coming up there like we are here. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, thanks again for um, all that. I'll get back to you on those worms, and um, we'll catch you up, mate. No worries. All right. Have, um, 
have a good week and I hope you catch a fish. Always a good pleasure on, speaking to you, Craig. Good on you. No worries. See ya. Thanks, Craig. Thanks, mate. See you, mate. Bye. Bye. All right. You want to read out your first question for the quiz and then we'll go to a quick break? Oh, no. When did they start building blowering? Six zero four zero one four eight two. if you think you know that. This is Fish Talk. We'll be back. Todd Pro Shop is a proud sponsor of Shamdunk Fish Talk Podcast. Check out all the latest fishing gear available in-store and on Shopify from the Todd Pro Shop and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Fungo Blasting and Restoration for all your soda and grip blasting needs. We can restore just about anything from your old boat to your favourite car. No job too big or too small. From blast to paint, we do it all. Find us on Facebook. Are you looking for a new pair of sunglasses this summer? Well, look no further than Ace Sunglasses. These sunglasses are state-of-the-art, ultralight, with superior clarity and a Polaroid lens that cuts through water like a hot knife through butter. And they're Australian-owned too. Check them out at Ace Sunglasses and put in the discount code SHAMDONKFISHTALK and get a 10% off full-price sunnies. Now that's done, let's return back to Fish Talk with Donk, Sham and Gaz. And we are back. So what was that one? The Secret Admirer knows the answer already. And some other trivia. <laughs> did, you know the, did you know the damn wall is uh, taller than a 35-storey building? I, no, I didn't. Neither did I. Well, there you go. Write that down. I'll leap it in one single bound. <laughs> Six zero four zero one four eight two. If you think you know the answer to Shammy's question, which was, where did they start building blowering? Mm. And blowering is sitting at one hundred and two point five at the moment, uh, going over nicely, causing lots of trouble. Yeah, I must say the Chumut River did look amazing. It was crystal clear. Yeah, yep. it had the. Most awesome looking colour to it, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, no, it looked really good. Did you try and have a flick in there, or you couldn't? Too? Nah, I didn't bother. Yeah, mm. no, we're up the up the top, and I went into um, went into a bay there Friday night, and there's reddies everywhere, plumes of them everywhere. You put the scope out, there's a heap of them cast out. Get one, maybe two. Only it's probably only. Getting 25s, maybe a bit less. We have a caller. We'll get a caller in. Welcome to Fish Talk. Who have we got? Yeah, I've got Keith. 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 How are we going? I'm going good, guys. Yourself? Good, good mate. Good. So you'll just win this straight out then? We give you the chocolates? Absolutely. All right. What, no, what? no, no. I haven't been listening to the show for, for a fair while, so I'm just catching up. Oh, all right. So you know the answer? Probably about 1964, I guess. That would be correct. It was a good year when I was born. All right. When was it finished? Probably about around about 1968. All right. How are we going so far? Good. And bonus question, when was it upgraded? 2010. What else else do you want to know? How far out of Tumut is it? Sorry? How far out of Tumut is it? About two stubbies. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, you drink slower, and I get about four in. No, but I don't drink alcohol at all, but I used to. <laughs> <laughs> so what number have you got? I can't do it in stubbies. I, I reckon it'd be about... Oh, be, no, it wouldn't be 15. Oh. It'd be 
Yeah, it it's is. Close. Yeah, it it's is. Close. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not. Isn't it? No. I thought you said 15. No, I didn't. Oh. Well, it's not then. It's, a, oh. it's not. No. It's it's not, not be close. That wasn't his answer. He said it wouldn't be 15. It wouldn't yeah. be 15. Yeah, but you're well, giving I, him the quiz. You, I thought you said it was. No, I didn't. No. Oh. Who's running this quiz, Gary? Let them get in. Back in the your box. Well, come on, get it right, guys. Where's, where's me? Where's me? Where's me? I need to get me whip app out again. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So, do we have an answer? Yeah, 10. No, no. Oh, dear. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, Thanks, mate. Okay. Cheers, mate. Wait. No, sorry. I thought you said 15. No, I didn't. No. Oh. no. Anyway. Well, well, there's a hint. It's, it's nearly 15. Somewhere around there. Yeah. It's not 10. All right. No. 6040 if you know that it's not 15. Yeah, so what I was saying, the plumes are readies. You'd get one, maybe two. Yep. And then uh, you'd unhook it, and then you look around, live scope, they're all gone. You start looking around, and I've got it out to about 25 metres. They're gone. Can't find them. Start hunting around, find them again. Then they disappear again. Like, What's going on here? And then oh, bugger this, watch them which way they're going, and then you can see cod chasing them. Then right. you, can, you can see a big indent, it, like there's a big, big plume of them, and you see an indent in them where the cod's coming through. Them. Welcome to Fish Talk. Who we have? Yeah, Mr. Brown. There you go. Brown dog. Brownie. Up Murray Street. There we go. Good. Yeah. How's your missus? Yeah, no, all good. That's Cam, right. Yeah, all good. Bit sore, but yeah. Right. Hobbling around a bit. Not doing backflips yet? No, nah, no. Nah, nah. Should be a while before that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Scarlett's got COVID. Yep. Yeah. You've been up there, yeah. have you? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, that room 10's not that sacred anymore, is it? <laughs> They'll have to clean it now. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Righto, what's the answer? Uh, I'll go 17. No. It's between 15 and 10, we said. 15 and 10? Yeah. I thought it would have been a bit further than bloody 10. Don't you swear. Well, I can't have another go. Yeah, I'll just have another go. Go on, go on. No, I'll get the seagulls happening for you. No, that's that's only question three. I'll go 12. No. Righto. How are you going, guys? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, buddy. Yeah. Getting a bit chilly of an evening now. Yeah, well, it's going to warm up over the weekend a bit. Well, you'll have to get that boat out and get amongst them again. Well, I've got it back. It's just on time poor at the moment. Yeah. So, we'll get there. It'll happen. Nah, that's a go. Righto. Have another thing about it. Ring back. When when's the boss coming home, Jeremy? He coming home late. Uh, uh, late tonight, you get home. Late tonight, you get home. Yeah. All right. So you'll have to raid his shed tonight. <laughs> Last night. <laughs> I'll give him a ring tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Take your boat down next week. Get rigid. Yeah, you know, be yeah, be early next week. We'll do it. Yep. The trailer, I mean. Yep. You mean? Yep, pick a day, let us know. Or ring Shane up and tell him what day you want. Right, All right, Brownie. All right, mate. Very good. 
and it's not. What's it between now? 12 and 15. 12 and 15. God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Culling it out a bit. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, there was a big cod following the schools around. Yep. So then I thought I'll have a troll through there, and you're trolling along. You can see the school come up, and you look on side view, and then you can see, it, see the school, and then looking down, you can see a big arc following them. Yep. Do you think I could catch one of them? No. A couple of follows, a couple looked at it. Yep. But uh, what were yeah. you using? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean everything. Yep. That ball tail, the big ball tail. Yeah. Lures. Yep. So I cast it one of those, and and um, they come boring up to it, like going yeah, flat out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, geez, this is going to go good. And then he got to it and just turned away. Okay. Didn't come back. I had one on the surface. He was sitting and I was in five metres of water. I threw a surface lure out. And, it, and as soon as it hit the water, it came straight off the bottom and went up to about two metres. And it was just swimming along the top under me lure. Yep. Wouldn't touch it. They're frustrating, aren't they? Then it went down to the bottom again. And I'm just watching it go. And, oh, what am I? What do I have to do here? Welcome to Fish Talk. Who do we have? Yeah, you got Case back again. Case. What do you got yeah. here? Third, Yep. Well, that's what it says. Close to 15. All right, well, you've got the rest of them then. <laughs> what is the max depth of blaring when it's 100%? Sorry? The maximum de- depth when it's at 100%. Uh, maximum depth. He's reading. <laughs> Google it. I'd guess 114 metres. No. 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 i got no idea. I'm just no. guessing. A lot less than that. No, is it? Yeah. Oh. Oh, well, I tried. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Good on you, Keith. All right. Uh, Call back. Guys. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Six zero four zero one four eight two, and it's what is the maximum depth of blaring when it is one hundred percent? To be a little bit deeper now, because it's one hundred and two percent. Take that into account. Yes, and while we're up there, I didn't go up to the wall. Yeah, probably should have. Too far? No, no. It was up around up to that way, but they reckon the noise was pretty pretty cool. Okay. You Have you been? You've been up to dark. Dart. Not not this year, not while it's while it's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't. No, I haven't. I haven't gone up yet. I'm trying to find the time. That's be right. Mm. It'll still be going over for a little while. I think so. Yeah. At what is it? One hundred and one point seven six at the moment. So day fifty, getting close to sixty. So yeah. no, isn't that amazing? It's nearly been running over for two months. Yep, and I don't think there's a great deal of rain predicted for the next... I think well, there's, there's a bit... Nothing for the next seven days here. Mm. Yeah, so there's not much rain predicted in I the next month. it's going here. to cool down, I think they said, so... Yeah, I was talking to a bloke who was saying um, we'd be hard-pressed to get a day over 30 before Christmas. So, anyway. Wow. Getting cheated out of a summer, I reckon. Oh, I don't know. I 
25 to 27 to most good living. 25 to 30 is pretty good. Crank it up to 40. I don't mind that. So... (laughs) You haven't got a heart condition, so not yet. You, know, you don't know what it's like. <laughs> not, not diagnosed. You don't know what it's like. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm so looking forward to getting out the weir and having a crack out there. Um, and I just hope the weather stays all right until Monday at least, because Monday's a bit of an easier day. It gives me a bit of time to that extra hour just makes so much of a difference. Mm. Yep. So the, the, I haven't noticed too many posts. In the last week out at the weir. No, it's pretty quiet. Oh, the weather hasn't been the kindest. No. It's been blowing every day. But like um, I said before, Bart went out um, and blue-green algae still out at the Bellbridge. That's, yeah, Surprising. it's come back yeah, because the last couple of times I've been out, we haven't noticed it. Like, it's not as bad as it has been and they did downgrade that Blue green algae alert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think with having how many gates do they have have open at one stage like four I think four, yeah, fourteen maximum. Look with fourteen mm. gates open, like it is fairly ripping it out. And I I reckon it's done a world of good for the for the lake. Um, sorry about people downstream, but that's out of our control. But getting rid of moving that water, the blue green algae is it's done it a world of good. I reckon like getting all the other the fresh stuff in. And the crap out, so I'm hoping it stays like that. Welcome to Fish Talk. Who do we have? This is Ainsley. Ainsley, Ainsley. how are we going? going? I'm good, how are you? Not too bad. Uh, First time caller, first time listener. First time listener. (laughs) (laughs) So do you know the answer? Um, What was the question again? Uh, what is the maximum depth of blaring when it is 100%? I'm going to say 91 metres. That is correct. Ah! All righty. <laughs> Ken, Ken Warby set a water speed record on the lake. How fast was he going? A water speed record? Yes. Yep. Um... That would be. Oh, do you want it in miles or do you want it in kilometres? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was one kilometre off on the answer. <laughs> no, we'll have it. In, we'll have it in kilometres. Yeah. Uh, that would be five hundred eleven point one kilometres per hour. All right. Okay. Do we have to ask the last question? And you know that record still stands. I'm not surprised. And you know, well, you're going to tell me what year he did it. Oh, hang on. <laughs> so what was that? 1978. That is correct. Oh, yeah. so, and it still stands, that record. Yeah, that's very exciting. If only yeah. I didn't know which site you Googled. Yeah, just Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia Ken Warby. <laughs> oh, well, Gary wasn't doing his job this week, and, and Alan didn't do it. I've been so busy, just... thank you. Um, you know, we, we actually have jobs. You know? yeah, I'm too busy pushing buttons, mate. <laughs> I don't know, it's very stressful, this side of the monitor. <laughs> you just read your text. The Water New South, the water New South Wales site's actually pretty good, too. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Happy to help the next sites. time. All oh, right, do you know where to get your prize from? Oh, uh, I'll tell you what, I'm... <laughs> 
I'm sleeping with one of the presenters. I reckon he could sort oh, me out. Okay. Yeah. So we, we, where are we getting them, Gary? Elks hunting and fishing. Got <laughs> <laughs> <Or> prey shop. <laughs> Elks hunting and fishing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if you're eligible to win. Yeah, I was going to say. So, we might have to... Bit of nepotism, oh, you reckon? Funnel that, yeah. sort of that prize down to the kids or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. It's oh, it's, yeah. we, there was actually no insider information because... No, she just Googled it. <laughs> yeah. No, well, the thing is, we only just made the quiz up, you know, half an hour ago. Well, yeah. <laughs> But also, you had a second... A caller called in twice. Oh, that's yeah, you can there. call in as many times yeah. as you want. Yeah. These You've people are, you know, playing the game properly. Yeah, <laughs> three, three people rotating through. Well, yeah, yeah, bad. well, one night we had two people just rotating off the same phone. Yeah, they oh, just fantastic. on the phone. Yeah, it's quality radio. Yeah, oh, it's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Champagne radio. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, all right, well, elk hunting and fishing. Take the boys down to get a prize. Yep. Yeah, no worries. Thank you. No worries. <laughs> Bye. Thank right, you. Right. Now we know who the secret admirer is. Old wifey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, I guess it shows she's listening. Well, apparently it was first achieved in 77 and he did it again in 78, actually. Well, I don't believe that because Wikipedia said 78. <laughs> so, no, no, no. Pretty impressive, though, watching the old footage of the thing yeah, fly, right. flying along the lake, you know, like, and why they why they do use blowing because when they pick those really really cold May frosty days in the mornings, it's just dead flat. Yeah, and it sits in a a really nice valley, and nothing hits it. So no wind or no wind. nothing, just yep. nothing. Yeah, right. But um, the design, the thing's actually designed to like sort of wobbles side to side. Teeter, yeah. And that's what keeps it stable, apparently. Yeah, so, right. so it's still like one of those hydrofoil boat things. Oh, like. yeah, with a big... With a rocket up it. Big rocket in it <laughs> and a big, like, big tail, like a whale tail thing on it. And yeah, right. It's an amazing bait. Well, that's amazing. Google, Google that myself. <laughs> what was the boat called? Spirit of Australia or something? Oh, or? I don't know. The boys... the boys and girls were reading about it up there at Blairing up the weekend. Um, but they did have time trials there not long ago and it was doing 300 kilometres an hour just on trials. The, and that's the new boat. Yeah, right. So you're going to have another crack at it when things are right. COVID knocked them around. They yep. weren't allowed to do this, weren't allowed to do that. Spirit of Australia. Spirit of Australia. There you go. Yeah. So is it Ken... Ken's son's going to be driving the next one, I think. Um, yeah, don't I? I don't know if that's actual boat, but it's hanging up. There you go, Al. I think if you put in Spirit of, <coughs> Spirit of Australia boat, it should come straight up. There you go. It's been a museum on the wall. Yeah, right. Doesn't look real like big, it does it? It almost looks like the fuselage of a plane, just with the with the tail wing on it. and. Mm. I suppose if you're doing 500. <laughs> yeah, jeez. It doesn't look very stable, does it? Oh, <laughs> uh, well. So the next boat, Spirit of Australia 2. Um, it's on Bookface. 
Okay. Yeah, right. Very nice. So same same crew doing it. Well, same family. Son, yeah. 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 That's uh, yeah. Pretty crazy going that fast. There you go. It's a pretty flash-looking boat, anyway. Mm. Dave Warby will set. <coughs> excuse me. Will be setting out to break his father's 44-year record for the outright unlimited world water speed record, Spirit of Australia Two. The fastest team on the water. There you go. Mm. They're going to have a run on the Manning River at Taree. Um, they've probably already done that. So, oh, it's a style footage. No, I'll just look at here. Until 1911, the world water speed records were held by steam-powered propeller-driven vehicles. <laughs> 1885, 42Ks. Still pretty quick for steam. <laughs> yeah, not 1893, 51Ks. Then in 97, they got up to 62, and... 1903, 72 and a Still steam-powered. <laughs> yeah, that's what it says. <laughs> well, I don't know if you ever saw it. There was a movie on the first submarine that was ever built, and that was during the um, Confederate War, like the North versus South and all that. Yep. Their submarine was hand-powered. There was eight blokes <laughs> turning, turning a crank with their hands. That picture of that, that one, that did 50K an hour. How big it is. Yeah, right. It's a monster. <laughs> Holy. Looks like a frigate. <laughs> you got a five-ton engine driving it. Oh, jeez. Imagine how much coal you'd have to have in there. I'd probably have that much coal in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Anyway. Enough of that. Oh, good on them, you know. Like, they put a lot of money, time and effort into it. Um, and to do that and actually have the permission to shut a whole lake down. Oh, to, but your tourism to, to would probably be... Oh, they go there. They, they all yeah. go and watch, you know. Because they used to do it out the weary. They used to have races. I don't know if they still do that. Boat races. Yeah. Powerboats. Yeah, I went out a few times and watched that, but... Yeah. And, and then a couple of times I went out and I got cancelled because it blew up. Yeah. They were all out at the um, Bellbridge Club mm. there. And Actually, one of the... Was it the painter, painters? Um, the security mob? He used to have one. Yeah, he still does. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Joe's yeah. husband. Because he hurt himself pretty badly, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah. He's pretty good at it. What hurt himself yeah. for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe, Joe, his wife's in our fire brigade, and she's a lovely lady. Yep. Um, yeah, so a very, very qualified lady with um, medical things because of all the stuff that's gone wrong with him over the years from <laughs> whatever, so she's first on scene for anything that Patch goes... together. Yes, and... Um, patch him up before they put him in the big white truck with the flashing lights on it so but uh, he still does have boats and still races he loves it yep. just absolutely loves it so um, I should ask Joe what what, it, what the next boat is but I think it's got a big handgun painted on the bow or magnum or something like that yep so It'd certainly be something to um, go out and see like oh they go the big rooster tails out they the back fly and... absolutely fly yeah um, but yeah, it's good, good out there. So, what's happening for the weekend, boys? We going to give it a crack? Oh, uh, might go to a break and then wrap all right, it up. Fair enough. Yep. How's that sound? Done the quiz and um, all good. All right, all right. This is Fish Shop. We'll be back. 
Tide Pro Shop is a proud sponsor of Shamdong Fish Talk Podcast. Check out all the latest fishing gear available in-store and on Shopify from the Card Pro Shop and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Fungo Blasting and Restoration for all your soda and grip blasting needs. We can restore just about anything from your old boat to your favourite car. No job too big or too small. From blast to paint, we do it all. Find us on Facebook. Are you looking for a new pair of sunglasses this summer? Well, look no further than Ace Sunglasses. These sunglasses are state-of-the-art, ultralight, with a superior clarity and a Polaroid lens that cuts through water like a hot knife through butter. And they're Australian-owned too. Check them out at Ace Sunglasses and put in the discount code SHAMDONKFISHTALK and get a 10% off full-price sunnies. Now that's done, let's return back to Fish Talk with Donk, Sham and Gaz. And we're back. <coughs> so what's the plan for the weekend? Uh, might put my boat back together and hopefully get out for a fish. Yep. Um... Might try and get out tomorrow at some stage if it's not too windy. Don't know yet. Wait and see what happens. Well, best go out in the mornings because the wind will be a lot less Friday, Saturday, Sunday in the mornings. All up over 20 k's in the afternoons. So, and that's what the weatherman wrote. I only wrote it down, so don't blame me if it's wrong. Um, again... I'll probably put it in at the club and hopefully it's a westerly wind or something like that, so um, it's not too bad. But if I get out Saturday afternoon, it's mainly just to make sure that the boat's making power, um, electrical power, not um, propulsion power, um, after spending 800 bucks on parts and a couple hundred bucks on labour. You want to make sure it's working right before you... Again, see, like, I, I can't go to Dartmouth with... Not knowing yeah, if the thing's not right, so I can't put myself in a remote location, not knowing. Yep. Um, but my brother has requested that I take him up to Dartmouth with a mate just to go for a run around, a look. Um, I said, if you've never seen it at a hundred percent and been on the lake, you've got to go and see it. So we'll take some extra fuel and take a heap of food again. Go out the back country, show in the back country, and entertain the boys and. Have a bit of fun up there. But, oh, um, yeah. Go, get, do what Lowe's done. You got one of those pie warmers? Yeah. Tell me how good it is. Oh, you put your couple of party pies in. Oh, unreal. Oh, God, so <laughs> good. Yep. So I've got one, a couple of party pies in it, and he reads oh, half an hour from Frozen. Yeah, right. I reckon, yeah, I, reckon yeah, I had yeah. it in there for about oh, an hour or more. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've got it out, and they, they were hot, but they were soggy. Yep. And I've just gone, that is crap. <laughs> and he's like, no, nah, no, nah, they're all right. And he eats one. And Kerry and Mark are there. And then Kerry's grabbed one, had a bite and gone, oh, it's not that bad. Gives it to Mark. He has, he finishes it off. They're like, oh, yeah, no, that's crap. Mm. I think you've got to leave them in there about four hours or something, don't you? Oh, no, the ones the, the bottom, on the bottom of them, they'll burn. Okay. <laughs> but... Oh. Rotate them around a bit, boys. They sat there and ate them all, and it's like, they ah, disgusting. So can't let them go to waste. No. Oh, I was throwing them all out. I wasn't going to touch them. <laughs> That's, that was one thing we didn't ask Scalesy if anything else was caught up at Dartmouth over the weekend, if it was just trout. Well, um, on the page, they didn't. They just said the nothing Browns and Roma didn't say anything about Mackers, um, didn't say anything no, else about carp. No, no carp. Well, there's usually a carp prize. Yeah. So, so maybe they didn't catch any. Nothing there on that. Um, I think that's what I'll be doing when I'm going out next time. I was at Blair and I should have done it. 
carp everywhere. Got a big carp. Going for the carp prize. Oh, just to have some fun. Yep. Yeah. Like on that light gear, using the little t- on your trout rod and little ready rods and that. You catch one of them big tra- uh, big euros. Yeah. So what would you do? Just float a worm? A uh, bit of bread. Yep. Just a bit of bread on the hook and throw her out because they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So I was looking up when we're Blair because it's so clear. The water is just sensational looking up there. You're just like, oh, if you had a bow. Yeah. Because I think you're allowed to bow hunt in New South Wales. I thought it was only in the rivers. Oh, I don't know the yeah. full extent, but you sort of going up there would have been unreal. Yep. Yeah, I don't know why they've got a ban on it or whatever. Like, oh, There's no shortage of them to shoot. I'll tell you what, if it was legal at Lake Hume or or in Victoria, like up at Dart and that, jeez, you'd just have it sitting in the boat. you just have one sitting in the boat, yeah. and then you see carp and go, well, let's have some fun and kill some carp. Like, yeah. You know, obviously, if you only t- only catch getting carp, but uh, there'd probably be the odd person that would try and go for something else, but, you know, if you keep it, you're going to get mm. caught pretty easy because it's going to have a big hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to use gaffs. What do you think the... Um why do you think they banned it? Just a I, safety I thing, or, or they just don't want people out there doing oh, it? I honestly a, don't know. Like, if you, if, if I think it's just a fun place, yeah, because yeah, like you got to have the um, line attached to it and that. Yeah, yeah. So like, if geez, if you got a line attached to it, like you don't need a license for a bow, do you? No, no, yeah. no. You need one for a crossbow, though. That's yeah, I'll get a crossbow, though. Can you? I think they're illegal. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I did have one Leave it at the years gym. ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, um, oh, the one I had was terrible. It just kept breaking the strings all the time. It was crap. So I got rid of it. So, But there's some pretty good gear out there, and I really don't know why they don't let people do it. Like, it's a sport. Um, oh, it'd be awesome know. fun. Yeah. Of course it would be. Jeez, you, 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 want, you wouldn't be able to pull the thing back. Probably not, but you get a compound bow. They're only they're different. You only yeah. pull them back twenty pound or something. Once you've once you've cracked it, there's no nothing there. Yep. So that'd be the the thing. What 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 I could actually handle. Do yeah. so, yeah. But you just test them out, and, and I think they're not that expensive either. To yeah, get right. Into it. But uh, I've watched a fair few videos in the States that are doing it, and it just looks yeah. like awesome fun. They get some big fish over oh, there. Oh, the hillbillies would love it, with Oh, they? yeah. <laughs> You'd be out there on your fan boat. Yeah. I'm not going to open this up because it's a PFD, but I think you need a New South Wales... PDF. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> PFD's a food company. Uh, bow hunting. I think this is more so for deer. Personal you need a game hunting license. <laughs> If you put fish in there, it might be different. Yeah, if you put fish in, it'll be different. It's uh, yeah, because you're not allowed to do it in Victoria at all. Uh, okay. New South Wales, you can, but I'm not sure. What's the the weirs Vic Vic? Yeah, Vic. So because oh, geez, you'd have some fun out there. Yeah, imagine that you'd have every second boat. All the young blokes that all have a boat just for uh, even just walking the bank. Like <laughs> they're close to the bank anyway. Yeah. Like, you'd, yeah, you throw your bait in and just go. Yeah. Now, this doesn't have a date on it, but it says the New South Wales government has legalised bow fishing as a rec fishing technique for carp in selected inland waters. Selected. Right. So, What's, uh, What have they got selected there? Oh, I don't know. I'm going to have to go download a, 
a guide. Oh, don't worry about yeah. it. We'll no, it's it. maybe next week. Too long. Also, bow hunting will also be prohibited in coastal marine and estuarine waters. There is no evidence of bow fishers being able to accurately identify the range and size ah. of target species. Um, well, I can tell you now, sense, yeah. you can tell the difference between a carp. Yep. You yeah, know, well, that's... Got the big lips on. Yeah, yeah, when you've got 50 of these big lips sucking off the yeah. top of the water, you'd, uh, if you hit a yellow belly or something, that's one unlucky yellow belly to be swimming in amongst them. Well, here's one here. It says, the regulation change has underpinned by a successful 18-month trial that ran from late 2015 to mid-2017, which saw 200 designated bow fishers remove more than... 700 carp from 42 selected sites. So there's that many sites out there. Mm. Um, the sport of bow fishing has been found to be safe, sustainable, and may generate economic benefits for rural and regional areas in New South Wales. That's good. I'll do a bit more homework on that and we'll um, see what it says next week. Look, there's no date on this page, so yeah, I yeah. don't know how old that is. So Don't take any of that as gospel. No, no. But that's going back from that um, trial that they did. That was 2015, 2017, So that's already five years ago. So seven more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going off from seventeen. So, but I think the difference there is like with the estuarine stuff. A spiro is in the water and can identify the fish, whereas when you're looking through the water, it may be somewhat different. That's what they're justifying yeah. that on yep. with coastal areas. I wouldn't areas. think you'd be shooting anything too deep into the water, though, with one. I, th- I think you're right. And, like, if you do happen to get the wrong fish, you've killed it. Well, that's it. Yeah. And if it's a prohibited or yeah. threatened yeah. or endangered yeah. fish and... Look what I got. Yep. And oh, there's a... Not exactly. Yeah. Catch a yeah. <laughs> and there's a... But the thing is, if you're hunter. only allowed to shoot carp... Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be virtually on top. It's not as though you'd be shooting at them from 20 or 30 metres. You're shooting at them from probably five metres. Yeah. And you're going to be identifying... You're going to be seeing them because you'd be either drifting or on your electric motor just putting along, going real slow and... Well, out near the great Aussie resort the other week, oh. you wouldn't have missed one. No. Yeah, you could have shot you from about 30 metres, and if you didn't hit two or three... You could have shot it straight up in the sky, and it would have landed <laughs> oh. on 20 of them. You yeah. would have harpooned a lot of them in a line straight down. Yeah, right. You know? Well, they were there at the... Yeah. We did the classic. I yeah, remember that. They were just everywhere. Just everywhere. You're like, stick a dynamite would have been fun. Oh. <laughs> well, be rest assured, after all this flood water decides it's going to go away... We're going to have huge problems with European carp. Um, uh, that's and, downstream's problem, not upstream. Oh, well, they'll come up here, but the <laughs> problem the problem is we've got all those big cod dying with uh, blackwater events and uh, lack of oxygen in the water. Well, someone put up um, posts there that there was three or four big ones in uh, Mawala. I don't know how true that was. Yeah, not sure. Did you see the um, aerators that they, they make? Yeah. And he took them somewhere and nobody turned up to help put them together. Yeah, and, that was and, in um, Ram Warcool. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because... Had a he, whole trailer full of them. Yeah, had a... Yeah. He, he sounded pretty shitty in his post. Yep. 
because mm. I, I don't know how, I think he was donating them. Yeah, just well, needed people to put yeah, it together. Yeah. The thing I saw was uh, a $1,500 bond, um, and you get it back. Yeah. When you, when you drop it back. Yeah, so he was yeah doing a deal for him just yeah. to... I don't think it was, you needed number eight fence and wire and yeah. a couple of floats yeah. and a couple of hours to... That was on the war cool side, yeah. I'll put that one up. Yeah. But I still beg his belief that the department's not doing it. Why isn't the department... They, they've got them there and they... Oh, here you go, Al, just grab these and take them out and all the farmers will put them out. That's not their job. Mm. Yeah. You know, of course, they want to see the fish survive in their properties that are going through their properties, but... The department should be doing it. You know, like, we're not getting uh, paid not to do, do it. it so. We're they, not getting paid to do it. Are they it's stretched their job. too thin? Like, Sorry? Are they stretched too thin? Well, or they don't mate, want all they got to do is hire a contractor. It's money. Well, what, it's you money, know... It's money they, they can't spend. Risk or reward. They don't what, want to spend. What's the difference? Risk or reward? Like, yeah. uh, you spend a bit of money... You've got to spend money to make money. Yeah. Right? So... I don't, know, I don't get it. I don't get them at all. Um, yeah, I'm not going to have a shot at them, but I just don't get it. It's you know that we've the clubs have spent thousands and thousands of dollars over the years to put these fish in, you know, and clubs have been buying fish to have them die. Yep. I'm, I'm not telling, not telling or asking my club to go and buy fish off New South Wales anymore. No way. We said that before. And it'll be one of those things if you do have one, an aerator somewhere. Surely the fish will, like they'll they'll know. Well, they've got the paddle steamer. There was a, um, a post up. They wedged the paddle steamer up against the shoreline, yep. and they've just got the paddles going flap, 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 flap in the water. Yep. And there's fish all around the boat, all just sitting there, really still, having a bit of fresh air, doing their thing. So and they're safe there, and the people are making sure that no one's harassing the fish. And, um, I think I think might have mentioned the last week the bloke they should have set up a GoFundMe page for the diesel, you know, keep that paddle steamer going to keep them fish alive. But again, people that run the river aren't doing anything about it, mm. and um, that stems right to the top from the Murray Darling Basin Commission. Yeah. I'm fairly scathing of them every time I talk about them. Um, so, and then the boss, the new boss came up with a comment the other day that I heard on ABC and I didn't run off the road. I went, this bloke is just a wizard. Like, come on, mate. Just, yeah, not yeah. going there. I hadn't <laughs> had enough of him. Anyway, oh, we understand. better wrap the show up, guys. All right, till next week. Have a good weekend and may you fishing be plentiful. May your fishing be plentiful. Yes. Tight lines and have wow. a good weekend. This has been the Garland <laughs> Avenue Game Boat signing off again. Well, thanks for listening. We all hope to see you real soon. And follow us on Facebook and YouTube. See ya. <laughs>